Mook out Peter's pants. Yeah. What? best joke jamie told all day <laughs> i was trying to tell jim's kids a joke and i was like wait I, well okay there's a bear and a rabbit uh, jim's like no no they know that one um um i know i can't say this one i can't say this one i just said moo cow penis pants <laughs> and it worked yeah my that kids my thing. kids were murdered <laughs> they were absolutely murdered <laughs> this is our first Jamie hangup. <laughs> I couldn't think of anything. I was like, everything I thought of was inappropriate. I was like, oh, there's one. I was like, oh, uh, why do rabbits not make noise when they have sex? I'm like, nope, can't do that one. I'm like, fuck, I can't, uh, think, I can't of think of anything clean. I know, I'll just yell penis. <laughs> penis. Trashman. Rated R for rubbish. All right, this is uh, Trash Men Media. You're here with uh, Travis North, Craig Sorensen, James Jimbo Dubs, and uh, myself, Jamie Klein. And uh, we're watching New York Ripper, Lucio Fulci's 1982 slasher gore flick. What do you want? To dedicate a murder to you. New York Ripper, Jim. First time you've seen it. What do you think? Um, it is sleazy. And it is, um, you know, kind of raw and, and in your face. But at the same time, I'm also a little bit desensitized because um, I've certainly seen things that I felt were more offensive. I don't know. I mean, it's, it's, it's your, it's your, you know, Jack the Ripper kind of, you know, spit modern spin, right? It's, it's a Jack, the, it's a more modern version of Jack the Ripper set in New York. You it's know, not the most clever genre. No, not by a long shot. Mm -hmm. Not clever, but for a Fulci movie, it's, you can pretty much follow it. You're, you know, you may question it, but I don't think watching it, you ever have a, what the fuck is going on moment? Yeah, it's uh, maybe it was like which, which I would prefer. I prefer that from Fulci. Well, it's definitely not Fulci's best film. I mean, I think we can all agree on that. Yeah. It's probably my least favorite. Wow. But it's probably yeah. one of his more famous because of how shocking it is. Because I, yeah, I, I hadn't seen it. I hadn't seen it, but this is like, you know, one of the ones that would always kind of get mentioned um the beyond being obviously one of them this one being one of them zombie 
Yeah, exa- zombie. Exactly. Yeah. In zombie. zombie. Yeah, City of the Living Dead's up there for me too. I like that one a lot. Also, and I like uh, Don't Torture a Duck. Yes. I still gotta see that. I have not seen that either. Yeah. I know. Yeah, I agree with Craig. I really like that one. I thought that one was really solid. So. No one forgets about New York River. You could also just make it good. <laughs> good. What's good misogyny? Uh, if you're going to go with that tape. I, like, don't, I don't mean good misogyny. I just mean make the film good. I mean, it's the only thing that, that, that has a constant through line through it, though. It's like whether it's the dialogue of, of people constantly calling women dumb Bitch. bitches or... or, yeah. or Chicken, you know, head. What, yeah, what, what the belittling women them for not being intelligent. You women should stay home where you belong. You're a menace to the public, and you've got the brains of a chicken. Very specifically, there's the one scene with the, um, uh, the whatever you want to call her, the the sex performer, right? After, right. After she's done doing her sex performance in the theater, um, gets stabbed in the crotch with a a bottle. Broken bottle uh, um, yeah, I mean, that's the kind of stuff that bothers me the most about the stuff. Yeah. It's needlessly over the top and misogynist. That's what helps to separate it from the the just piles of other Giallo movies is it is so just over the top misogynistic. It helps to stand out from the just titles and titles and titles that you can watch. Well, you could also make it Okay, good. great. But oh, somebody got stabbed in the crotch with a broken bottle. That's a little more memorable. If I mean, it is obviously over the top, but you remember it for sure. You know, Jack the Ripper was has been known to mutilate women in the privates. I mean, you also got um the Black Dahlia murders. That that's happened. So this I I didn't it didn't bother me so much because it has happened, unfortunately, yeah. in real life. But uh, I think it, I, th- I I enjoyed the film only because I, I really got a kick out of how well it was shot. I thought it looked really good. And I'm not just saying the Blue Underground uh, 4K Blu-ray. I mean, the film is shot very well. It's a very well shot film. Um, and I got a kick out of the, the, the killer speaking in a duck voice. I that. That is hilarious to me. I think that's the highlight. For me, that's the highlight of the movie. Forget all the gore and stuff, which I still enjoyed, but uh, the duck voice is, is absolutely hilarious. Who the hell are you? Can't you guess, Williams? Real briefly on the uh, going gore, I, I thought some of the special effects looked pretty good. Um, I really got a kick out of the uh, the eyeball being uh, cut through, and uh, you've seen actually the eyeball burn a little bit, even as it's being cut. thought that looked pretty neat. Yeah, I think the one-two punch there of a, a nipple bisection with the yeah. eyeball. I mean, that was... that. Those typically, you'd get like one of those in a movie, but those are like right. back, back the same victim, which was pretty, uh, <laughs> pretty over the top, I would say. Yeah. I expect from him, so... Fulci doesn't like his eyes. I wrote, <laughs> all his films, someone's getting their eye, eye gouged or ripped out or whatever. But um, yeah, I thought uh, for fans of you know gore flick, this has got some pretty decent effects. At least I I think so. The one thing we haven't talked about is is sort of the sexuality 
of the movie, the yeah. sleazy sexuality of the movie, right? We've, we've talked about the gore and, and, and we've talked about sort of the, the general misogyny, but there's, it's, it's really heavy in the, in the sex, right? You have the whole scene with uh, the, the sort of the sex crazed woman, right? Going from, from scene to scene. And especially the one with where she's at the bar and then the, you know, sort of the, the hoodlums, you know, are sitting at the table with her and, and sticks his, you know, foot in her crotch or whatever. That beer says she's got on silk. Nah. <laughs> she's like her, don't wear nothing, right? Hmm? Oh, I was wrong about the bag. But she sure wants to go for a little ride. What? That was an important plot point, though, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> sure. You know? That was very that was very important that so, had to be that movie <laughs> so 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 what uh, but 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 seriously you know all joking aside um you know that, that it's it's not it's not you know gory so it's not it's not filling the the gore quota right it's just a, a pure shock uh, hey, she got a free beer out of it and <laughs> that poor guy now has stinky toes so <laughs> She's up on on all of them. Do you think about it? That was done for pure titillation. There are scenes that are there for the violent quota, and there are scenes that are there for the sex quota. For a movie that spent so much time in New York, in that area, why would you not hype up the sexuality? You're on 42nd Street in the era of just filth. To shoot in that area and not have tons of nudity seems completely insane. So to me, it makes total sense. It wasn't titillating at all. And then it just goes back to the storyline again. It, it was such an odd moment of the film. But yeah, it, it, it's just for shock. And again, I think that speaks to the fact that you do not forget New York River. One way or another, either you're offended by it or you're like, what right. the fuck did that do with the guy with the duck voice? <laughs> when you've seen it, yeah. you're just not forgetting it. It, it to me it almost if if you're looking at Fulci's career and he did the you know, zombie and then he did the beyond and then he did um uh, I think it was House by the Cemetery might have been the next one and I thought City of the Living Dead is right around the same time too it almost seems like New York Ripper was this like ah fuck it let's just let's just make a slasher film it's popular right now and we'll we'll just make a slasher movie mm-hmm. right, we're in New York at the time let's just do this. I do agree that it is well shot too. No, noticeably yeah. different in tone from that visually perspective than some of the other ones. Right, it looks different. Um, uh, moods and stuff to it, so it's, it's different, but it's noticeably. He wasn't just cranking it out. I don't think there was actually some attempt to make it look decent. Right, but I don't think there was an attempt at the script. I think that That's for me, yeah. they don't excel at that. Well, no, I mean, no. according to the Blu-ray, that it had at least it has four credited screenwriters. <laughs> wow! So, damn. At least I mean, even the back of the box. Listening to the dialogue alone, it feels like someone who doesn't live in the U.S. that think this is how people talk in New York City. Uh, let's just write it like this. It it, it just seems kind of phony and well, over the top. How, how? Go ahead, Craig. Sorry. It's dumped. Right. So I was going to say how how true to the Italian script is it when somebody's dubbing it and they're paraphrasing or changing a lot of stuff. True. 
track, so I wouldn't ding. I wouldn't ding it too much for that because it is dubbed. Jim dubbed. <laughs> All right, I'll be back in a little while. You need anything? No, only you, baby. <laughs> Sometimes I wonder how a girl like you, with an IQ of 182, <laughs> could be such a dummy. <laughs> <laughs> it's you, baby. Your overpowering touch shorts out my brain circuits. <laughs> and to be perfectly honest, most people aren't going to think it in depth as much as, as we are. You know, full full C full C keeps things moving enough where you're not you know, most people aren't gonna aren't gonna quibble about pieces and, and vignettes that nothing nothing ties together. You have characters that kind of ping pong through it and they give you enough information to say like, Oh, that could be the killer, that could be the killer, that could be the killer. You're watching this woman going around having like sexual escapades so she could record it and play it back for her husband. But none of that really ties together. I think it's I, I'm never big on just like murder mysteries. So if they're going to just kind of follow standard, like a, a couple characters, there's a couple red herrings. This guy's obviously on it because it's way too obvious. And just sir, or, uh, totally contain it within just a sleazy uh, nudity filled core fest. Like, I'm OK with that. Yeah, what they set out was to make, um, I think, a, a memorable, gory slasher film. Yeah. And it, that's exactly what it was. It's it's like a Friday the 13th film. You get I think the producers wanted a sleazy, gory horror film, and Fulci was like, eh, but I uh, hated the villain. <laughs> um, How do I uh, Is that your Fulci impersonation? Yeah. <laughs> The non-dubbed version. Yeah. <laughs> How do I uh, work in uh, my hatred of the woman? <laughs> if I were the producer, if, if, uh, if I put myself in the producer's shoes, I'm thinking I want to make a movie so shocking that people talk about it and then they have to see it in the theater because it's the most shocking thing. So It's uh, exploitation. Yeah. And it's a great job of making an exploitation movie. It doesn't. It doesn't shy away from nudity. It doesn't shy away from violence. It gives people what they want for what people. I mean, at the time in the theater, yeah, right. like you said, it's not. There's not like 40 minutes of just walking around or any of that crap. It moves along. It delivers the goods, and and you're gonna remember it. It definitely uh, earns its title. I mean, New York Ripper. Just that title alone, you get what you pay for. They had plenty of New York shots, not just like one or two. Oh, yeah. They had plenty of exteriors. And plenty of killer with a duck voice. It's still absolutely hilarious to me. Oh, how about the opening? The opening with the dog. That's great, great. Great opening. That is a great fucking opening. That might be my favorite part of the movie. Especially, especially the music. You're right. And it freeze frames on the dog's face with the title. Which, by the way, the, mu the music is great. Love the music in this. And I, I've seen worse Fulci films, and I've seen better Fulci films. It's, I still enjoyed it. I'm, I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go about probably three and a half cans on this. One. What's the scale again? Five. 
Okay. Two. Jim, I'm really curious. Is the newbie? I'm thinking. If I were to rate it, how I like it, how I personally like it, I would probably give it a. I'd side with Craig. I'd give it a two, for my personal enjoyment of it. Um, it's just not it. It's not my thing. Uh, but for what it is, um, I actually think it's very good at what it's trying to do. So I would probably like, you know, give it a three and a half or a four for for what it is. Um, so my ultimate rating is for me personally. It's not. I don't know if it's anything I'd, I'd watch again or care to watch again. But I, I, for the person who does like it, is really going to like it. Four and a half. What? <laughs> what, what, what does Travis do again when like he's shocked over someone's rating? Jesus, or something like that. Wow. <laughs> wow. That's it. Wow. It's, it's up, up there. It's one of my favorites of his. I think it does everything it wants to do, and it wow. does it great. <laughs> I, think, I think three and a half is is a good score. Go four and a half. Wow, four and a half for me—that's like zombie territory or the beyond. Not as good as the beyond. Beyond is your favorite of uh, falsies. I think that's his best. I have a baby soft spot for zombie. Yeah, I I get what it is, or at least I think I get what it is. I I see. I see the entertainment value in it. Like, if I was younger, I would probably be like, oh, you got to fucking see this thing, you know? Right. A 15-year-old boy who who's a, a little bit repressed and, and, you know, mom doesn't want him to watch the rated R movies would eat this shit up. Yeah. Sounds like you're describing somebody I know. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's when I... Uh... Watched it when we were 15, so came around there. Ugh, smells like trash men media around here.